What's happening, everybody? This is episode 22 of The Coach's Log, where we'll be discussing how you can begin creating more confident decisions for yourself. So many times in life, we're going to be faced with difficulties, objections, obstacles, barriers, different things that leave us having to make a decision. Every day, pretty much, when we wake up and get out of bed, we're already making decisions. But who are we making decisions for? Are we getting out of bed, going about our day, creating more value for others, for ourselves? Are we doing that for ourselves? Are we doing these things for others? Are we saying yes to certain things just to make it easy and to not create conflict? Or are we saying no because we know that we don't want to do something and we're sticking to our gut or it's out of spite towards somebody? We're always making decisions no matter what we do. And it's a matter of recognizing these five questions when you're going about making a decision. A while back, I was talking with one of my clients and she was trying to figure out how she can go about telling the people she was babysitting for that she needed to take uh, an extra day off during the week. However, she did not want to create this, this sense of conflict, this friction between the two of them, and that was making it really difficult for her to tell them that she didn't want to work that extra day because she needed it for herself. She needed to study. She's trying to get into grad school, which she did by now, so congrats to you, Madison. But what happened was that she was trying to figure out the right ways to approach this situation and create and make a decision based on what's best for her. So what we had to do is we had to figure out, okay, so first you're trying to avoid and kind of prevent this conflict from happening. But what a lot of us don't realize, myself included, is that conflict is very natural. However, it's a matter of if you allow your emotions to get attached to it and being very one-sided, that conflict can create a lot of issues. But until somebody is able to just express and unveil, be a little bit more vulnerable with themselves and with who they're with then conflict doesn't have to be something that's so cut and dry and so difficult to approach. It can be a matter of if it's something that you want to do or not. It really comes down to that. And there's also five questions that I kind of lay out to help myself and clients and other people really, if they need it, to start making better decisions for themselves when they're in that situation where they don't know what to do, what to say, and how to approach it. So five questions. So one of the questions that I ask is, Who am I doing this for? Who am I making this decision for? Is this decision for me? Is it for somebody else? Really, like, who am I creating this decision for? Am I saying yes because it's something I want to do and I'm saying hell yeah about it? Or am I saying yes because I just don't want to create conflict? I don't really want to make the other person feel offended. But in reality, they'd only be offended if they have a reason to be offended that they've created for themselves. It's not like you saying no is really the offensive thing. It's because maybe they're longing for a deeper relationship with you. Maybe they just don't want to be uncomfortable and go to that movie alone. So they want to make sure that you come with them and then they get pissed off or they say, oh, you never want to go out. You never want to do this. But really, it's because you don't want to do it. You don't. And that's okay. That's your life to live and your decision to make. You can't be making decisions based on what other people want because then you're just living a life based around what other people want and need. So the second question I like to ask is, does this align with my intention? Is what I'm doing really aligning with my intention, 
what I'm actually going after? Is it going to help me move the needle in the right way? Or is it going to create a digression in my life and in my goals towards whatever it is I'm trying to go after? Am I going to be moving in the right direction with my intention for what I want to create in my life? If you start to feel like it's not going to move you in a positive way, it might almost create uh, negative emotions for you if you say yes, like, you know, going back to the movie, if you really just don't want to spend the money on a movie ticket, or maybe you're not really sure if this relationship with that person is the relationship you want to continue having or having in that sense, then that's okay because you have to recognize what your intention is first, but then recognizing as well is every decision that you're making moving that intention forward in the right progression. So recognizing what it is you want and how it is you're going about it will really help you keep moving forward towards achieving what you want and not feeling like there's that extra bit of conflict in between because you know and recognize, first of all, who am I doing this for? And second of all, is this moving my intention? The third question that I like to ask is, what value am I getting out of this? And it's not to be selfish, but in a sense, it is. This is your life to live. You need to be making decisions based on what's giving you a higher sense of value and fulfillment. It's not a matter of what somebody else wants. If they're feeling fulfilled because they love that movie that you're going to see, that's awesome. They should still go see that movie with or without you. But if you don't want to go see it and it's not providing you value, you almost like you hate, say, rom-coms or something like that, you're like, I do not want to go see this rom-com. It's, it's not going to stimulate interest. I just don't, it's not going to give me value by any means. I, I just don't enjoy them. Then don't see it. Either bring up an alternative or just keep it to no. Just recognizing that it's not moving your intention and you're not doing it for yourself. So if it's not going to provide you any value, then just say no. If it's not a hell yeah, it should just be a no because otherwise you might be forcing yourself to do it. And that leads into the fourth question though, is what value can I provide through this situation, through this choice? If I were to wake up today and get out of bed, the value would be, I'm getting to live life, one, and the value I get to give is that I can create content like this by getting out of bed. I can coach more people. I can feel more active. I can help more people in some sense by making that simple choice of getting out of bed. Or if it's going on a run and you feel like you're feeling your intention is, I want to get in really good shape. Well, all of those questions will lead back to you, what you want if you're making that decision for yourself if it's moving your intention, if it's going to help the value come to you and so that way you can give value out, if you start to run a lot and then you can help other people get motivated to run a lot, you can help inspire other people to begin running because you've already gone through it. You made the choice to commit to running every single day for X amount of time or X amount of miles. So recognizing that the value you're going to get, but also the value that you're going to be able to give through that decision. It's not like a, a give and take situation but these questions help you kind of create that higher sense of value in yourself and the higher sense of value in the decisions that you're making. So you don't have to feel like you're being forced or that you're doing it for other people, but that really this is something that's going to help you out for whatever it is that you need or whatever it is that you want to give out to the world and to other people around you. And one of the fifth questions that I like to ask is, what was my immediate response when I was approached with this decision? Was it an immediate hell yeah? 
Or did I feel a little bit of resistance? Did I feel like, mm, I don't know if I want to do this. I'm not sure if this is something that's moving the needle for me. It, it feels like I'm maybe saying yes just to, to help that person out. And I really don't feel good about it though. And it, hey, if you want to help somebody out and you don't feel good about it and you still want to do that, then please go and do that. But if you're not feeling like you're getting fulfillment, then I personally, I do not encourage that because then you're just living a life that feels forced and that's really not enjoyable. It's got to be something that's fulfilling you, moving the needle and creating that higher sense of value in yourself and in your life. So in no particular order, the five questions are, who am I making this decision for? The second question is, is this moving with my intention? The third question being, what value can I get out of this situation and the decision that I make? The fourth question being, what value can I give out based on the decision that I make? And the fifth question is, what was my immediate response to this question, to this decision that I had to make? Was it an immediate, let's do it, let's go? Or was there a little bit of that uh, restraint, a little bit of that conflict and friction in between that decision you wanted to make? But going back to Madison, my client, how she had discussed how she wanted to have that extra day off so she could focus on herself, we had to go through all these questions. We had to recognize, look, by you approaching them, by you telling them, hey, I can't work this extra time because X, Y, Z, you're one, you're beginning to make the decision for yourself. You're not doing it for them. They could find another babysitter. It's not like you're the only babysitter in the world. So she had to begin recognizing that she was making this decision for herself. The second thing we had to go through was, is this moving your intention? If you take this time off, is it going to help you move forward with your intention? Which was an absolute yes, because with the extra time she had, she got to study more. She got to prepare for all of her essays, for applying to grad school, all, all of the stuff that comes with it. She got to use that time to her advantage. The third thing was that what's the value that you're getting out of this extra time? The value was she'd get paid more, but also the value was by her saying that she needed that time for herself was that she could then have more time to study, more time to prepare herself, to better herself, to utilize her time to her advantage. And then going into the value that she could give, she's able to still give them that value. She could say, hey, I could tack on extra hours on this day, or I can move these hours around. She was able to find ways to go around that and create less conflict saying, hey, I just don't want to work this day and leaving it at that. She really was able to explain it after recognizing all the things that come with it for herself to the people that she worked with. She could really let them know where she was at. She could be vulnerable with them and say, hey, I need this extra time to study. I need this extra time so I can progress in my life with my intention. And guess what? They were completely okay with that. They, they loved everything about how she approached the situation. But also, keeping in mind that fifth question, and again, in no particular order, it was, what was my immediate response to this situation? Was it that immediate, hell yeah? Or was it kind of a, I don't know. And she didn't really know she wanted to work that extra time because she felt like something else was pulling her. She was feeling inspired and pulled towards the direction of studying more, of focusing on the goals that she has for the future and taking the cut, taking a little bit of that pay cut, a little bit of time off, but because she knew the higher fulfillment, the higher sense of value that she would get. And she was spending that extra time babysitting, of course she'd make the money, but she may not feel fulfilled. So it's a matter of what's up to you. If the money is going to fulfill you, then that's great. 
but money won't always fulfill you. Money will help you shop for more things that will fulfill you, but it may not always bring that immediate fulfillment. And that's what Madison had found, was that her fulfillment was coming from a place of recognizing she's chasing and going after her higher sense of intention, value, and fulfillment. So I encourage you to try implementing these five questions into your life so that way you can begin practicing, recognizing, and making more decisions that benefit your life but can also benefit others around you. What's up, everybody? If you like this episode, please make sure to give it a thumbs up, a review, share it, whatever you can do to help spread the awareness of The Coach's Luck. You'll be helping other people begin finding new ways that they can begin living a life that they love.